everyone. How's it going? Once again, this is Christopher Thomas from Inside the Hashes, and I'm here with another exclusive interview. I'm here today with the Kansas-born defensive lineman from the University of Northern Iowa, Seth Thomas. Today, Seth talks about growing up in Kansas, how his father not only teach him about football, but how to use his hands to take apart engines, how the University of Northern Iowa made him feel right at home, and how he balanced not only football, but also being a quadruple major. Let's get started. So... Seth, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for this next step of your journey? Oh, there, there ain't a scale for that excitement right there. I mean, it's one of those things you go in the doctor's office and they're going to taste happy enough for you. Um, especially if you get the opportunity to continue it for a few years after that. I mean, it's beyond the, well, 1 to 10 scale. It's past the 10 mark for me. Okay, so um, what was the moment that it clicked in your head? It was like, wow, I, I could actually be playing in the NFL. Oh, I don't know if there was ever a moment. Um, a lot of it is like when making a play, you don't you don't really realize you're doing it until you look at it after, and you're like, wow, I can do that. I, 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 I have confidence in myself. I can do that. I can do it again, and it happens again. You go get some good players doing it, and they have some supporters that you value their input you value what they say and you're like wow okay I got this I can, I can see this and comparing it to other people and figuring it all out you're like this is it this is this is gonna happen so I'm gonna keep working harder for it so like once like you get into like into like a rhythm a routine like it's just like second nature to you yeah a lot of it does come second nature I mean that the emphasis on practicing and working out and if you're doing it all give it you all there in practice these days like a game so when it comes game time it's actually to me like play time I mean it's, it's just out there and you get to just do what you feel free at doing it I mean I even got that from our coaching perspective with Coach Bryce Pop I mean he's just like just go relax he's like you're doing working your tail off in practice and the game time it should just be free you should just feel like so, um, before you were 6'6", 260, you know, graduating from UNI, where did it all start for you, you know, playing football?
And uh, you talked about, um, you know, your dad loving wrestling. Did you also take up wrestling, you know, in your growing up as well? influence for your dad uh you know playing football so from a more personal level so what was it like growing up in kansas So let me uh, let me take you to trip down memory lane. So you're in high school. So what's a typical like Friday, Saturday night in Kansas? So, what aided your decision to go to you and I? Um, it 
changing it all up and everything, and then I got a whole bunch more looks at it in Missouri Valley, pretty much got them all four eyes, and then I started going to the FBS level of Oklahoma State, K-State, KU, Nebraska, and Iowa State for the majority of them, and um, had my things with Nebraska before Pelini got um, released, and that was a place that I was looking to go on a scholarship, and then just got turned down to a shirt once he left by the upcoming coach, so I was like, all right. I looked at it, just transferred back down because it was just one of those things that played around there. And Iowa State tried to come in late, and I already had my decision made. But as far as that decision-making went, um, I just kind of went with what felt comfortable, a good distance from home. So I had to learn about myself and kind of grow up. And it just seemed like it was I was cared for a lot here. Um, if I ever wanted to go pro at that time, which it was, but in my mind, if I ever had a chance, I mean, I don't know if you get very much better at Coach Bryce Puff, being a four-time Bro Fuller defensive player of the year. Um, and his mindset was identical to mine. We felt like when I first met him, I already felt like he was a family member. And uh, then Coach Johnson, I mean, they were there every legal way possible. Just checking on me, filling things out. There was a lot of schools doing that. It just felt like this one actually just seemed like they didn't do it because it was their job. They did it because they cared. They connected on a level with myself. And then when visiting the school, it was like everybody on campus wanted to help you either way, shape, or form they could. I mean, I showed up and there was a lady that's been my friend till today. Um, she was telling you and I have a ball to tell. I'm pretty sure she even had face paint on when she first met me. So it was more like, you know, you weren't just, you know, like another player, like another spoke on the wheel. It felt like family went when you first got on campus. Yeah, like, once you go away to college, it's like, you realize, like, it's a completely different world than, like, what you're normally used to, and it's, like, the coolest thing ever. to them who you are, what you're 
college is like the ultimate reset button. So, um, oh, I agree there. <laughs> so, um, you redshirted your freshman year, correct? Okay, so what did you do to, you know, get yourself prepared and, like, acclimate it for the uh, following season? Okay, so what about your diet? Did your diet also change, you know, from, like, you know, playing from high school and also to college? Like, what, like, from, like, your eating habits, like, changed, like, when you was playing at a university in northern Iowa? Um, 
obviously, you know, you talked about your training regimen. You also talked about your diet. What did you do to improve as a pass rusher, whether it's something like, you know, like your teammates or like your coaches, you know, like has helped you with? On the other end of the spectrum because you know pass rushing responsibilities are completely different from like run stopping responsibilities so what about improving your ability to stop the run as well Let me pick your brain on something. Obviously, the NFL, like, you know, a lot more of, you know, offenses are going more to the athletic quarterbacks, you know, the RPOs. So as a as a defensive lineman, if you're coming off that edge, how do you know how to decipher, like, what's going to happen during the R- an RPO play? Yeah. 
back first. So you damn sure you make sure that running back doesn't have the ball before you go get that quarterback. Um, in other situations, all right, um, knowing where your linebacker's going to be, all right, my linebacker's got B gap. So if I come on a tight line, more than likely they're not going to get the ball off. So I need to be ready for that quarterback to stand or step, drop back more so you can make an upfield shoulder angle. Um, it's, at that point, it's responsibility and watching film how a quarterback responds. Yeah, you want to make the play. Yeah, you want the quarterback to think you're going for the running back so he grabs the ball and then you make the play. But it's film study at first. You got to know what they're going to react like and what they're going to do. And then second is just making sure your scheme's completed and what your responsibility is. And the third is just go make the play. But a lot of those RPOs, it depends on your film study. If the quarterback's just equipped with the ball and it's just getting the passing lane. Um, making it rougher of the steam, maybe throwing the ball off, um, you're deflecting it. Uh, you could do a whole bunch of other things that may not show up in the stat, but will change the down of the game. And so that would be my personal thing on it. It's just make sure your job's done and don't study how they react so you put yourself in the right spot. It's kind of like luck. It's not really luck. It's just knowing where you got to put yourself in the right die. That's great. So, uh, what has been your favorite uh, moment, you know, throughout your entire time at UNI? That's just been a hard question recently. I'm a terrible person with favorites. It's just like I got some things that are good here, some good things that are good there, but not one stands out to me. The things that I enjoy most on the field with football is just being with that brotherhood of connection. I mean, you could make the play and you run across the field, someone makes a great play. You want to go celebrate with them. You don't care what the fans are doing. I mean, I was talking to someone earlier about it. It's like, I'd be around 75,000 people, and you'd be like, shoot, what, what happened to the stands today? Like, were they loud, or were, were, were they crazy? You're just so focused on the game and coming out the field and communicating with your other teammates that might be in communicating with your coaches, what you're seeing, so they have a different scheme. But you just forget it all. I mean, you forget the big screens. You forget the big play screen on the screen. You forget their halftime celebrations. It's just like, you're zoned in in such a tight tunnel that the only time you get to actually see what's going on is before and after the game. So that brotherhood is really cool to me and having someone else make the play and then once you make the play, having them all come and celebrate with you and making big plays. I mean, interceptions, touchdowns, fumbles, fumble recovery, blocking passes, um, TFL, big, big time sacks, game changing moments. Those are all fun. I mean, you can, to me, it's just kind of like I can aim them, but I'd rather stay. It's fun when stuff happens. You have a whole bunch of dudes with crazy excitement coming right at you and being happy for just to make that play coming on off the field and um, doing it over and over again. Oh, I like it. No no favorites. So uh, I think the one thing that really stands out for me is like it's nothing even like on the field in terms of football. Uh, I looked up your profile. You're a quadruple major, and not only that, you, you maintain a 3.45 GPA. Like, that's insane. So, like, how were you able to manage, like, you know, being a quadruple major and also keeping, you know, that, that football, like, training regimen at the same time? I, I need to know this because that's impressive. Well, I tell you a lot of it, just putting yourself, yourself in the right spot at the right time and putting your trust in the people that care about you most. I mean, like I told you about the lady with the face paint, that lady I'd go meet and she would help me pick classes. She'd help find, help me sort professors that understood athletics versus ones that are like, it's just another thing to do. 
looking up manufacturing engineering metal casting um did you growing up and like using your hands and also the all the time you spent with your father you know doing all those activities did that had some influence in you do quadruple majoring in all of this
right. Well, back more onto the uh, football side because I feel like you could like talk forever about um, <laughs> about your classes. So, um, what are some things that you've been doing uh, to improve? You know, you know your overall ability as a player as you head, you know, as you head into the draft. So, one last question, Seth. Um, so, if I was an NFL general manager, a scout, or a head coach, what is the one thing that you want me to know about Seth Thomas? All right, Seth. Um, that that was great. Um, and if I ever have any questions about, you know, like taking apart an engine, you'll definitely be the first person that I'll definitely get in contact with. Thank you, Seth, and uh, good luck. Congratulations on on an amazing journey at UNI, and uh, good luck on the next level. Once again, I wanted to thank Seth Thomas for taking the time to do his interview. We look forward to seeing you.
play at the next level at whatever life has in store for you next. If you want to listen to our interview and others, check out our SoundCloud. Type in Inside the Hashes in the search bar. And for all our social media, for Facebook, we're at Inside the Hashes. For Twitter, we're at Inside Hashes. For Instagram, at Inside the Hashes. For everything else, check out our website at www.insidethehashes.com. For Inside the Hashes, I'm Christopher Thomas, signing off.